are joined here with my father and Zach. Also mine. Yeah. I hope. Jay Knight. I don't think I actually look like him that much, but he says he's my dad, so I just sit here and agree with him. Yeah, I was there. Yeah, now that we have you here uh, live in front of our thousands of listeners, who do you like more? That was the question I had. <laughs> Who's your favorite son? Yeah. Oh, the other one. Uh, yeah. <laughs> the one that looks like me. I was, uh, yeah. That's what I was here to break, break the news for a family. Yeah. I wish we had a number five. That would be, it would be pretty cool. To yeah. Find <laughs> but I wish he was mixed. <laughs> like that had a that had an Asian son somewhere in his time in, in Vietnam. Oh yeah, it would get, we'd look really good right now. Yeah, Dad, how was your time in Vietnam? Uh, you know, it was uh, it was short. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Vietnam! I hear it's beautiful this time of year. <laughs> your uncle Scott was in Vietnam. Yeah. What year was that? He went in '67. Get out in 2 keep on watching and that we do folks that we do that I'm, y'all do yeah. <laughs> yeah thank you and honestly like sometimes it's just like i had the week off this week and it's still almost a burden like i was it was an hour before this podcast when you texted like, me i was like are you kidding oh me? my gosh yeah fact, you're bitchy about it how we watch this how each when each of us watch this movie kind of explains everyone's personality pretty good dad watched this movie like two a weeks week ago <laughs> <laughs> i started it last night and you watched it about you an hour started ago. it last night so. i fell asleep i would have finished it last night yeah but couldn't finish we watched number 96 on imdb's top 100 north by northwest yeah looks like you were like looking for the name i can't believe kanye west's daughter made this movie yeah <laughs> north. north by yeah. northwest Anyway. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> this movie was made in 1959. Dad, what, what was going on in 1959? <laughs> well, your grandfather was 19, 18 years old, about to be 19. How old were you? I was, not, I was, I was just a little inside. Yeah. Tell you what, another question I have for you, Dad. When did you start seeing the world in color? Cause at some point, because <laughs> before, before at some point, you guys were just seeing things in black and white. I don't know how you did it. White. It was all black and white until uh, I think Gilligan's Island went in color in the mid '60s, and that's when the whole world changed. Yeah, <laughs> that's what it feels like. Oh boy, these people are in color and they just don't look right. Yeah, it's weird to even think that people could have been racist back then when everybody was in black and white. <laughs> oh, well, there was black. And there was white. <laughs> that part was known. Those, those two colors were definite. <laughs> um, yeah. 
how did they do color back then? Like in this movie, is this painted on the film or something? You're insane. Yeah, yeah. Didn't no, they do no, color they, like that uh, at one point? Wasn't the first color movie gone, um, Wizard of Oz? Oh, was it? I mean, they've been making color movies for a long time. But how do they make that one? Was it just regular color film? It was just regular, yeah. The but they're making so many now. color movies where. Why is Little Mermaid black now? That was a terrible joke. I'm yeah. sorry. <laughs> yeah, it's not yeah. Yeah. Yeah, true. Um, sorry. <laughs> I thought this was the best one we've seen so far in the top 100. Oh, please. What movie was better than this? I liked the last one we saw, the you rom-com. The, the apartment. The apartment scene in the rain. The apartment scene in the rain and rain. the apartment were both better than this, I would say. You want to rate it? Sure. All right. Let me see what I rated it. All right, ready? One, two, three. 7.8. What'd you say? 7.8. Time. What'd you What'd say? You say? 6.8. Wow, ah, Dad didn't like yeah. it. Well, I thought you said it was good when you watched it. You know what? Yeah, uh, you said that was pretty good. Yeah, it's pretty good. You actually made me see it through a new lens. I was like, my dad said this movie's pretty good. Pretty well, good. the thing is, I think what happens is we're supposed to think that if Alfred Hitchcock made it and Cary Grant was in it, then it had to be pretty good, right? Which one's Cary Grant? Cary Grant was the lead. He the young was, girl? Cary Grant was the guy. Oh. oh that definitely sounds like a lady's he was, uh, yeah. he was a leading man, popular leading man all all through that time. You know what's funny? Because Hudson said, oh, Cary Grant. And I'm like, that the lady, that? the secretary that <laughs> he had is named Cary Grant, but it was the fella. Yeah, I, I mean, and, and then... Um, he could have made a good James Bond. Yeah, oh, absolutely. Hey, look at that James Bond. Then yeah. they, they, they tried to weave in comedy with a suspense kind of thing. I thought some I of the jokes were good. What was the funny joke? I don't remember even. Uh, I put some quotes on it. His mom said something. Oh no! Now I got a great quote. Was funny because the he's at the bus station, the bus terminal, and the guy goes, "There's something wrong with your eyes," and he says. Yeah, they're they're allergic to being asked too many questions. Something like that. <laughs> That's a good one. Yeah, I don't remember. Uh, I quoted he, that one. So he gets. I thought the drunk part was funny. Oh, it's incredibly yeah, impressive so it was, too. So it, it was you know, it's that kind of goofy stuff. Yeah. And then there's stuff that just didn't make sense to me. You know, you may get to it. You know, when he when he goes back to that house that they got him drunk at, and he's showing him where things were, and he's like, "And here's the liquor cabinet," and then his mom goes. I remember when it came in bottles. Yeah, yeah. that was funny. <laughs> yeah, and then the uh, the judge said something to him when he was in court, and his mom kind of threw him under the bus from the audience. Oh yeah, and, uh, yeah I can't remember. And she says, "Roger, just pay the two dollars. Yeah. What two dollars for like a DUI? DUI? I guess, <laughs> dude. I would have. Been, I mean, he had more things going on." Because like it's not like he paid two dollars and then he would have been in the clear because they would have known he was alive. Yeah. And still thought he was. And he stole the car, and he did all that other stuff. I mean, two bucks. Yeah, I mean, you had three extra dollars to that a stolen two car going away. Today, that's like whatever, twenty bucks. See, why would cost you like ten grand? Yeah. Go to jail. Like, just pay him two dollars and let's get out of here. You stole the car, okay? Give us two dollars. They're gonna kill him though. That's still no, a fact. Yeah, yeah, but I'm just talking about the fact that he gets two bucks and he's out of there. Yeah, that's nuts. How did the guy die with the knife when they were in the UN? I imagine a throwing knife. A throwing knife, knife yeah. to yeah. the back of the heart? Yeah. So, and <laughs> yeah. the guy who threw that knife, what intrigues me about those old movies is those guys had all this service in the, in the wars. They had World War One in the teens, World War Two in the 40s. 
And the guy that threw that knife was a guy named Adam, uh, no, Philip Ober. No, I'm sorry. Adam Philip Ober. Adam, uh, Adam Williams. And he was a uh, hero in the uh, Navy in World War II. Do you know what he did? Huh? Do you know what he did? Uh, he was a pilot. He um, he apparently had a plane that was uh, banged up, but he went ahead and finished the mission and returned back to base or maybe a ship and crash landed. But all his crew, him and his crew, all I feel survived. like I've seen that scene. Yeah. Has he mean? had a movie made about him? Oh, Pearl Harbor. That'd be nice. I think these guys are all pretty cool. I think I was reading about Cary Grant, I think. It could have been someone else in it. They made a movie in the 40s. I think it had the Philadelphia in the title. I remember what it was called. The Philadelphia Story. All the money he made, he gave to the British war effort. Mm-hmm. Pretty nuts. Yeah. What a good guy. How much money do you think he actually made? Two bucks. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like 1500 bucks to make a movie? That seems like a good deal to me. Just pay the $2. There were two chairs that they had auctioned off for 450 bucks, and they looked like some really nice chairs to me. Oh, you mean at the art gallery? Yeah, yeah. You want to read your plot summary? Go for it. Oh, okay, I'll read mine. Roger Thornhill is a big wig in the big city. Other than being an advertising executive in New York, he lives a fairly normal life. That is, until a group of foreign spies mistake him for an FBI informant, George Kaplan. Thornhill must find a way to escape from the spies, prove he is not Kaplan, but the more he tries, the deeper he digs himself into the Kaplan hole. Throughout his escapades, Thornhill falls in love in the shape of Miss Kendall, but Miss Kendall is not what she seems. Or is she? No, she's definitely not. But maybe. (laughs) Why'd you read it like that? Sounded like Miss Thornhill. That's how he sounded? I thought he sounded kind of like... <laughs> <laughs> alright, alright. North by Northwest is a movie about a man in advertisement that finds himself on the front page of every newspaper. A dream come true for a man in marketing, but not when he is being accused of crimes he didn't commit. He is mistaken, by a, he is mistaken for a man by the name of George Kaplan, and George has been up to no good. This leads our protagonist in a fight for his life, which begins when Van Damme's goons try to stage his death. Luckily, everyone in the 50s can drink bushels of liquor and still drive quite well. But now Mr. Thornhill is on the run, trying to clear his name, but not before falling in love with a woman half his age. Eventually, the dominoes fall, and Mr. Thornhill must take on the role of secret agent to protect his gal, which he does with the help of bad CGI and the CIA who got him into this mess. Very good. Yeah, I yours actually made me think of a couple questions I have. Okay, so when they're riding the car, I've seen this kind of stuff a bunch of times in old movies, where they got the cars behind them, and it looks like a TV, and they're just like this. Now that's bad. Now were they actually on Mount Rushmore? Because I didn't think Mount Rushmore was so bad if it was fake. The carvings into Mount Rushmore confused me, because like the side of their face was all like pretty like organized with the cuts and the slashes. I didn't know if that's how they did it. But I would say no, they were not on Mount Rushmore. Then that looks pretty good. I think they were on like like the stone, the landing that they were on with the stone and then Mount Rushmore behind that landing. Mm. So they were just fighting on stone. But I thought they were sometimes like sliding down Mount Rushmore. Or like the the nose shape, but it wasn't like the whole thing. But 
Do you, you think they were that was Mount Rushmore on the screen? No. I thought you just said it was behind them. Uh, no. What do you think? No. Was it behind them? No. Okay, so it was fake Mount Rushmore. Do you think it looked pretty good for back then? Yeah, it looked pretty good. Maybe Driving scenes are always just, terrible. Maybe because it's the stationary one. I think the scale got weird sometimes. True. If I had, I have a green screen. Do y'all think I could do something better than what was in this movie now? Oh, yeah. Here you go. Thank you, Father. Sure. I don't. I don't either. either. <laughs> I think you could have, like, in months' time. I put myself in, like, a movie scene. That Photoshop you did of Sully. Yeah. Incredible. That's more intricate than anything they could have possibly done 60 years ago. Yeah, but I, do you think that... How long did it take you? Oh, man, I can do that like this. I will, I'll do one of Dad tomorrow. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I already know the picture. Oh, yeah? It's going to be a good one. Yeah, it'll be great. Uh, another thing I had, you mentioned the age difference. and uh, His mom looks like younger than him. Thank you. Thank I was you. like, yeah, I was like the, the ages are all messed up. So I have a game, okay. and you guys are going to guess the age of the character in the movie. Like their actual... So I just, I didn't get their exact age because they could have had a birthday, but I took... The year of the movie, 1959, and subtracted their birth year. The age the actor was. In the movie. Okay. Yeah. Okay. First up, we have Mr. Cary Grant, a.k.a. Roger Thornhill. Wait, you knew? You did this game and you still were I forgot. about I that. forgot. <laughs> the name Cary, every time you hear it, I'm going to assume that's a woman. Yeah, true. Okay. Cary Grant, what do you have? 53. What do you have? say 55. Nailed it. Really? 55. 55. He was born in 1904. Shame, shame. All right. Eva Marie Saint. That's Eve Kendall's name. That's the okay. main girl. Her real name is Eva, and her name in the movie is Eve. 38. Anyways, you guess 38? Mm-hmm. 35. Nailed it. You guys are okay, right son. But why was she 35 and she's playing 26? 26-year-old, especially because he's at least oh, 45 yeah, in the movie. 1959. 35-year-old woman was kind of like... She better year. be married. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So okay. 26, okay. she kind of get away with being uh, tart. <laughs> You're uh, already... I hate to be over 26 and single at this moment. <laughs> yeah. Gary <laughs> <laughs> Grant was uh, 55 and single. Oh, I guarantee yeah. the average age before getting married now is like... 32. 30. Yeah. So you got some time, Chief. Um, not a lot. Not too much. Don't think that you got all the time in the world. <laughs> yeah. That girl, though... Uh, Eva Marie Saint, the main character, she may be not dead. No, she's still alive. Everyone else had a death date. How'd she look? Oh, she's 99. Yeah, but like... I, haven't, I didn't see her. <laughs> she anyway, might look pretty good up until like Because normally I like to click on these old movies and it'll show colored photos of the people, like old, if they kept acting. But most of these people just have a black and white photo around the age that they so were. So it's like movies. they stopped. She did a lot of stuff. She did... Uh... On the Waterfront was will probably be one of your movies. It's going to be a top 100 movie, you think? Probably. Is there a better... Is there an Alfred Hitchcock movie that you assume will be on top 100 that this that was better than this one? Yeah, or? I would think Psycho and Birds. I would think Psycho. Now, Birds? No way. I don't watch Birds, Birds right? I've There's seen There's another one. Um, I guess where these two guys were on a train. And they had Strangers on a train. Not Strangers on a train. Yeah, I Strangers. think that'll be on there. Yeah, Maybe that one might be. A window. So Hitchcock is dropping some bombs. Oh yeah, and he makes cameo in every movie. But oh, I've seen oh, wait, Psycho. Yeah, here? yeah, yeah. Right in the beginning. In the beginning, when they, I had that as my first question. When they said "Star" like by Alfred Hitchcock, and there was a bus, he was right behind his name. 
Uh-oh. He's bald. You've probably seen a, a picture of him like holding a duck. That's over at Pascal's. Yeah. In the yeah. bathroom. What is that? He's yeah, just a creep. Comedy, guys that did vaudeville comedy stuff used to use this rubber duck, a rubber chicken. But does he do comedy or does he do scary? He, well, he did. This um, one was, I, I, was like, I thought he was a scary movie guy because I've only ever seen Psycho and Birds. Yeah. Assumed that was his genre, but this was not like that. Strangers on Train was not funny. Psycho was not funny. No, is Strangers on the Train scary? Is suspenseful. Very suspenseful. This had a little bit of suspense, but it wasn't like any, you weren't this scared. This seemed like he was trying to step out. He did, I think he and Cary Grant did a number of movies together. So I think they were just having So fun. Hitchcock had his girl, just like all the other people. Like Matt Damon's been in like all the Christopher Nolan movies. No, no, you're thinking of Cillian Murphy. Matt Damon's only Matt been, Damon's in, been in a lot of Interstellar, and I think that's it. Is Martian not a Christopher Nolan? I think Matt Damon's been in a lot, but Cillian Murphy has been in like six of them, mm-hmm. so that's his main guy. I think Margot Robbie, I think Quentin Tarantino really likes Margot Robbie. Has she been in more than one? What is Wolf of Wall Street? That's not him. <laughs> <laughs> Get back to me on that. Tarantino really likes guys that... Oh, he likes Samuel Jackson. And Leonardo DiCaprio. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And... That German guy. What's that guy's name? Oh, I love that actor. Hans Christel... Christoph Waltz. There you go. Yeah, Yeah, he's he's good. All right. Back to my game. Uh, James Mason. He was Philip Van Damme. How old? Um, Probably less than our our protagonist, so I'm going to say 50. 53. Nailed it. 50? If we go five for five with someone getting the exact age. I'm going to think you're cheating. I swear. I got it right here. Okay, we got Jesse Royce Landis. That is Clara Thornhill, the mom. 57. He was 55. I know. I'm going to say she was older, but just didn't look it. 68. Ah, 63. 63? So she was eight years older than him. Yeah. That was when I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. I, when I first saw her, I assumed it was his wife. Yeah. And then he was like, take it easy, mom. And I'm like, huh? That doesn't make sense. <laughs> yeah. He yeah. looks like he's 60, and I was like, bro, your mom should be, like, needing assistance into this courtroom right now. All right, and then last one, we got Leo G. Carroll, the professor. I believe that's the guy, the 65. FBI guy, right? Yeah. 65. No, no, no. Let's see. The only reason I say no is because he fought... In World War One. Okay, well, I didn't know Dad did background on the guy. Yeah, you look at his notebook. I know. <laughs> yeah, so... He watched it three weeks ago, and he's been investigating. So I would say he was 68. He was 73. Seven. He said, no, 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 like you're going to have a wildly different answer. And then you, uh, you were was, three, eight, what you're was three years old. World War One? like 1911 was the... World War One was a tragedy. was about World War One, so it was somewhere in 1917 in the teens. Hitchcock is not a looker. I just look him up. That's how I found out. See the picture with a duck? I see a picture of him like with a crow. And a, that was it? That was what you were talking about? No, no, about? I'm talking about him holding a duck. Oh, it's this. It's a chicken, I think. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's not even rubber, dude. That looks pretty damn real to me. Uh, oh, that is a duck. It's just a real duck. Yeah, he's just a creep. Yeah, Yeah, I guess. Yeah, he wasn't a looker either. Yeah. Which makes you <laughs> really no mad. No problem getting with him. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. Well, he was rich. Yeah. He probably had more than two bucks. He had more than two dollars. <laughs> For sure. He that was crazy. DUI easily. DUI probably ten grand now. I would assume. Upwards or not upwards. 
but like five to ten thousand dollars. Yeah, and you're not leaving on your own with just a. Oh, they 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 held him overnight, which is I feel like the same oh, thing they, they do now. He stole a car. Technically, <laughs> <laughs> that's what they say. Then all right, so it starts off. And this guy, he just is some sort of exec for marketing and advertising. Like yeah, yeah. The way he talked to the secretary and I've and never seen Mad Men. I hear it's great. Really? That's I think Addy was really deep into Mad Men for some reason, but I I never wanted to dive into that movie. Dad and Bully really like it too. Yeah, I got to watch a little bit of because your mom didn't like it. Oh, you didn't finish really it. Likes it. Yeah, same with Breaking Bad. Mom is holding you back from no, some really good Breaking TV. Bad. Now we're watching Better Call Saul. Oh, really? Yeah. How'd you think? What'd you think of Breaking Bad? Oh, I loved it. I think it had the best ending. The show is in like the nines. Well, for they sure. Killed the kid. I was kind of. Oh, that was tough to watch. It. What kid? By there the was a kid. Track. Yeah, yeah. So they do this big, huge heist. Oh, is that the red-haired kid? They the buried a water tank. Older guy kills them from uh, the one from the Star Trek episode of Black Mirror. Yeah, that's what, who I'm talking he about. He kills the kid. They do this big heist on a train where they steal this liquid that they need, and yeah. they're doing it, and it's really intense the whole episode. And they finally get the heist, and they're high fiving, and then this kid in the desert rolls up on a dirt bike. Like an eight year old, a ten year old. Uh, the whole thing. He saw the whole thing and then he probably didn't know what the heck was going Who on. So they could have let him go. Then the creep from Star Trek episode. I remember uh, this now. That kind yeah. of that kind of unraveled Jesse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That but I mean it was Jesse was nuts by the it end. It was a terrible scene to watch, but it was good for the show. Yeah. Because then Jesse and Walt kind of fell off yeah. even split off. Jesse turned into like a slave for Better Call Saul is like I'm loving that. Show. To be honest, it's right up there with it. I think really? my mom is liking Better Call Saul. I did she, not think I was gonna love it because I thought oh, it was I watched the first episode and stopped. You need to keep watching. Really? I would watch it. I would I say think Mike is one of the best. Won't pot about it. Yeah. Oh, I like Mike, the bald head dude. Yeah. 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 I think Breaking Bad is probably like a nine point eight and better. No, nah, you're insane. It's my favorite show of all time. Really? So I mean I, I saved a little bit of room in case anything gets better. Wow. But Better Call Saul is probably like a 9.23. I was bummed when it was over, too. That Odenkirk dude is He's great. Good. Yeah, yeah. that? Saul. Oh, okay. His name of the show is Jimmy. Jimmy. Slippin' Jimmy. Why is his name Jimmy? His real name's Jimmy. I, oh, I also didn't know this. In Better Call Saul, the way he came up with the name is... Um, oh, the name is Saul Goodman. Did you... I never knew that was a joke. But the joke is... It's all good, It's man. all good, man. He's like, oh. it's all good, man. That's funny. That's oh, you must not have made it there yet, but he no, says thanks. it. Sorry. It's not like, a, well, it is. I just, everyone else. I can't believe you just said that. Everybody else. Yeah, thanks to, a lot. Everybody in the show seemed to know it was a joke, and they were like, ah, that's a funny name. And he was like, but I was like, Tell oh. Tell me I more. I yeah, you want to spoil anything else for Dad while we're here? Uh, Inception. What's funny? He's in a dream, or show, is he? Is like ten years after Breaking Bad, mm-hmm. but they use all the same characters. So some of the guys who aged poorly, it's kind of funny. Like ten years, like they it was actually like they aged ten years, but they just look. The way show worse. takes place the show before takes the show, before Breaking Bad. But everybody, oh, ten years before. Everybody, yeah, everybody from Breaking Bad you know, is older. Yeah. There was like Jesse's like two buddies. I feel like they, they got aged fat. poorly. Beaver. Yeah. No. <laughs> What's his name? <laughs> I disagree. I figured you would know more than me. The kid, the guy's name is like an animal like that. Like gopher, beaver. Yeah, yeah we'll just move past Badger. It. Badger. <laughs> yeah, apparently got Badger. No, but do you remember the big fat guy 
from Breaking Bad. Lost a ton of weight. The black guy? Yeah. yeah lost yeah. a ton of weight, and he's in Better Call Saul looking old and skinny. But, <laughs> but it's supposed to be 10 years <laughs> yeah, later. Yeah, yeah. What happened to you? Yeah. Well, Mike looks the same. Yeah, Mike looks the exact same. Saul actually got probably in better shape. He's in better shape, yeah. Good for him. Yeah. So 10 years later, after Walter White meets him, he gains a bunch of weight. Yeah, something like that. Well, on um, back to that thing about they looking like madmen. Did they all notice how high their pants were? Yeah, like their waistline was up above their navel. <laughs> yeah, that just bothered me, man. Like the only time I could think to notice is when he's only shirt and pants at the end. We as humans like just haven't figured out where to put our pants. These guys, they wear them way it's up like here. Then we got to a thing where they put them halfway down. Yeah, we butt. sag them. Yeah. Then we yeah. try them right there on the head. Maybe that's why the guys started sagging their pants. It's yeah. just a protest. I had to wear my bigger nipples. <laughs> yeah. I feel like there's a reason they sagged their pants, but I don't think they're... Oh, it's, a gay, it's a gay prison thing. What? It means, yeah. hey, my hiney's yeah. out. I'm no. Like, <laughs> why, why are all these guys on the street yeah, sagging yeah. their pants? Because they haven't been to prison. They don't know its code. Don't I know. thought gay prison code was like... <laughs> pocket out? Pocket out. That's from prison. Like place. some dude's like, hold my pocket. And you're like... Oh... <laughs> 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 uh, I mean, thank God I'll never go to prison, but that would be me. I'm not gonna. Have, <laughs> I'm not gonna have anybody holding my pocket. I'm not intimidating enough. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Sorry, I came for this. Yeah. Caitlin says, "Dad's a little quiet." What the hell is Bridge? It's a game. I've heard of it. Dad's quiet. That's what Caitlin says. Oh yeah, bridge. Do you hear him in your head? He sounds better now that he's looking at the mic. They um they bridge was a card game that is like hearts or spades and women used to play it. Why was it a girls' card game? How do you differentiate between a guy's card game and a girls' card game? I think it was just what a bunch of housewives did and they would day drink Mm. and uh, just talk gossip. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but I have heard all the ladies playing bridge, but I didn't know. Uh, I couldn't. I didn't know why it was a girl thing. What'd you just do, Zach? Turned him up a bit. Okay, that that was the right move. Thank you. Yeah. Okay. When the guy, so he goes, he's doing the Mad Men stuff. He goes to eat lunch, and then those guys are like, "Hey, come!" He he goes to fax his mom or whatever, and, or what was he doing? Paging his mom. He had a had pager. Uh, when the pager start, he was. Calling a an attendant, yeah, to come to the table because he wanted to have a telephone or he wanted him to call his mom. He calls him over by boy too. Yeah. Hey boy, He's like boy, yeah, it's She's a white amazing. guy. Yeah, yeah, it's a white guy. Yeah, okay. yeah. yeah but I just weird. wrote, I wrote the note. I was like, that's just a nuts way. Like if somebody was like, boy, and like <laughs> motioned over to me, I'd be like, I can't go over there. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyways, he's gonna telegram his mom or whatever. And then these guys say, hey, I'm going to kidnap you. And he just goes along with it. Well, Buddy said he had a gun on him, but like the distance they were away, it didn't even seem like he could have had a gun on him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, there's a, there's a pistol pulling right at your side, partner. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then they go into the car and they're like, what would you have done if you got kidnapped like that? <laughs> yeah, yeah, you got to make a scene. Yeah. He just hops in the car all nonchalant. Well, you got to assume... The only chance you got to get away is that moment. Yeah, when you're in there's a good people. chance if you're in because that car. You get a, yeah, you're, you're done. done. Yeah, yeah, you got to cause a scene. You got to poop your pants. Yeah, you got to fall on the floor. The poor, 
Poop your pants? Evidently, her mom used to tell her, if you get if people are kidnapping you and you can go to the bathroom on yourself, no one wants to steal someone who's covered in poo. I'm pretty sure they'd be okay with it, and then you're just Dude, getting I a rash. Dude, I someone up who's covered in poo. Now, I'm not a kidnapper, but if you reek, I'm not putting you in my car. It's, like, it's kind of like the theory where it's <laughs> like, I mean, you can lock your front door, but if they really want to break in, they're going to go through a window. Yeah. So it's like... Your window's locked. What if you, you didn't just shit your pants? Like, 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 I figured they'll just get you in there. They'll, they'll be mad about it, especially when you get into an enclosed you encounter. You scream. You make sure people are looking. You poo, it, you poo and pee yourself. Yeah. You're not going to get kidnapped. Here's the thing also. I know it's really difficult to pee yourself because you're like, oh, I know I'm not supposed to be doing this. Yeah. Should I pee myself right now? But I don't know if it's as difficult to poo yourself. I don't think it would be. You think you'd, you'd have? I've had some. <laughs> I've had some suspect farts that almost almost ended my career. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but that's only occasionally. Like, speak for yourself. <laughs> yeah, you'd have to be a heck of an actor to pull that one out, like just right there. Yeah, uh, I would probably just punch him because if I got out of there, I would want to be able to tell my friends like. Oh, yeah, punch you, oh, I mean, you got a much guy. better chance throwing a punch, darting away, and getting even shot. Yeah. Then. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Better chance of survival. Yeah. Then if you get in that car. Right. Also, all the air guns were tiny. I well, feel like I could, they're take, all like, I could take like beaker. eight of those before I'm yeah. like. <laughs> well, once they got to the place, though, it was like cool. We just. It was almost like when he got in the car. The library, <laughs> yeah. you know? Same thing with when the he was like making a scene inside of the auction room and the police arrested him, didn't put him in handcuffs, and then a cop sat in the back seat with him. Yeah. I'm like, what the hell is going on here? Oh, yeah, yeah. And they knew he was a murderer. Yeah, he, he was like, oh, by house. the way. He broke it to them on the way. Yeah, yeah, yeah he was like, you didn't know. That, they were walking with him all nonchalant. He's like, yeah. you got... They're like, you need a light, friend? Like, yeah. they, they, they were buddy-buddy. Yeah. When they were back at the house, though, um, I can't remember which part. When the henchman came in and the guy was holding the cigarette... Kind of inside out. Oh, was Did one you, holding it like yeah, that? Yeah, so, you know, you, I, like a man would hold a cigarette <laughs> like a man. Yeah. And this guy was holding that thing like like his arm was broken. <laughs> yeah. And like, he's trying way too hard. He didn't have a beret on. He should have had on a beret. And he's smoking that cigarette. I mean, all they have to figure is he really just didn't want to smoke it. That bothered you? Huh? That bothered you? Oh, absolutely. Do you think that it changed the way that you hold a cigarette? No, I think there was a moment there there where everybody cool. everybody over 11 years old smoked cigarettes in 1959. Everyone over 11? It was the law. Is that a joke? No, it was the law. You had to smoke cigarettes when it was 1959. <laughs> and, uh, and this dude was trying to stand out. Yeah. You know? It was like everybody's doing yeah, it. I like might as well like light to it at the same time. It was like his mom was in Cirque du Soleil or something and... And she was double jointed, <laughs> and he proved he could smoke a cigarette upside down. Yeah. yeah. So he thought it was cool. You know who smokes a cigarette the coolest? Tommy Shelby. I've never seen someone smoke one, but he always holds it like three fingers, and he's like, You know that silly oh, yeah, Murphy dude? Cool. He said, I am done playing a character that smokes cigarettes because he's, he's ripping fake heaters like Chill, for Tommy months. Shelby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thomas Shelby. So, like, he also was ripping heaters the whole entire time in Oppenheimer. 
So he's like, I'm done playing characters that smoke cigarettes. Yeah, so they don't he's smoke just like real ones. They smoke like these like these herb. like rose like herb things that are probably like yeah. But you know that wasn't a quick revelation. He he was probably thinking that before Oppenheimer. Yeah, oh, he, he got that probably... script and they go, he smokes. Ugh. I'm getting forty million dollars. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I'm gonna quit next time. Yeah. I'm gonna quit for the next movie. I bet he was thinking about around like season four of. Peaky Blinders, because that's when he's really repping out the most cigs. Because oh, like, he's chief. It's chain smoke. Like, yeah. figure it, bang it, done. Oh, and it, if he's not smoking, the show gets canceled. You think? Oh, is Peaky Blinders still alive? Yeah. I mean, they had yeah. a season, he's still alive. It's still live, though. Like, they're going to have a new season. I don't know, maybe. R.I.P. to that lady. He always Holly. seems like he's Holly. dying. Like, every, as I said, you're like, oh. He seems sick. He always seems really like he always looks younger than he is in his movies, and then I see him like at like a like the press conferences or whatever. I'm like, damn, look pretty old. Dude looks ten years older than he does on camera. He looks old in Oppenheimer. He looked older on. He also like, got skinnier forward, I think. Yeah, they're they're all just twin thick. Like that dude, the the protagonist, <laughs> twin thick. I don't know what that means. The protagonist in the movie now oh, was like write that down. bare bones. Because we're going to talk. Twin thick. <laughs> what did you mean to say? I'm not sure. <laughs> <laughs> but the dude, our main character was like bare bones too. Twig thin? Twig thin. Sure. We'll go with that. Twig thin. <laughs> That's a good one. Okay, here we go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, he just had... It's not nearly as bad as... Do you remember how dumb your son sounded when he said Woodward instead of Woodwork? Yeah, yeah, but Dad came into my office the other day and said something that he was... He's writing down Twin Dig. Why would you write that down? <laughs> I don't know if he it's really is. Yeah, yeah. But he came in my office and made fun of... He was saying something that we said on the pod that was stupid. Like I said it, and it was actually you. What was that one that he came in there and said? I don't know. Oh, man, what did Zach say? Oh, uh, cuff. Ah. Ah, cusp. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks for talking behind my back, Actually, do you want me to go through my thing real quick? Which thing? The, my... Your game? My segment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Let's hear the J. Knight Seggy. Okay, I need my my reading glass. What? So... And y'all, I found out I was going to do this. I commissioned a survey mm-hmm. of fourteen hundred of your fans. Oh, great! Oh, nice. And uh, it's a very comprehensive and exhaustive survey. Oh, it's about the stuff we say. And uh, no, 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 no. These are your these are your fans. Ralph from Dallas said, <laughs> "You guys have a very impressive studio. Do you have plans for a larger studio? What are you doing?" Is this... Tell you what your fans say. <laughs> He's answering fan some, mail. I'm giving you some fans. Do, uh, do you have plans for a larger studio? Do you have any plans for a larger studio? Different Absolutely not. Really? I love this. I think it's good. <laughs> as, of, <laughs> as of this moment, unless my parents want to build me a bigger house, so what I'll stick to this that is no. More yeah. fans equals more studio. Okay. Okay. We've already I... dropped way more money than we should on this podcast. <laughs> yeah, this yeah we got to start making money before we spend any. <laughs> okay. So... But back to what just happened, actually, this is kind of coincidence. Maria from Moscow said okay. your fans are familiar with the phrase off the cuff. Can you tell You're an asshole. <laughs> You're an asshole. Okay. 
Can you tell us the origin of the phrase off the cusp? It just means the same thing. (laughs) (laughs) But with a little bit off the cuff is pretty much the end of your shirt, right? Yeah. Off the cuff. So it's very end. That's the correct phrase. It's flying by the seat of your pants. Okay. Okay. Yeah, pretty much. Okay, I think she can accept that. Uh, Philippe from from France said the audio has been very good lately oh god do you have have plans to have an audio expert on hand when you broadcast the pod yeah yeah we're with our audio expert right now this is Jay Knight the guy who takes us after the biggest complainer the audio sucked yeah yeah, if his audio sucks we'll just blame him get near the mic idiot (laughs) okay so so the answer to that would be no we have one okay um Allison from Akron said (laughs) what are you doing (laughs) are there plans to rebuild audience after the avatar debacle (laughs) <laughs> yeah yeah we're working on it right now we're Look trying to we're doing. we've had special guests we've had a guest to our we got an extra microphone we're about to have a camera set up that's so three yes. cams three mics uh, i think this is all it's all good move i think i think i think alice will be very excited <laughs> dave dave from dansk Where's that? <laughs> I think it said Russian. Or somewhere. He didn't say it. <laughs> I barely could spell it. He was running by so fast. Um, he says, humor seems to be a common thread within successful podcasts. Have you guys considered trying to be funny? <laughs> You're an asshole. <laughs> no, no. We're more focused on the movie. The movie. And we're serious about our craft and the arts. Yeah, we uh, really so care about the uh, movie go. or anything yeah. like that. Yeah. Dave sucks. Okay, <laughs> I hate to tell you, he can accept. I don't even know if he speaks English. Bob <laughs> from Denver. Uh, Bob. Bob from Denver. You've kind of gone off. Yeah, he said, Zach, blending the colors red and purple make maroon. What combination makes the color mirage? <laughs> Good. So I said something about Mirage. Yeah, you said Mirage instead of Maroon. Oh, okay. Said, what's, Mirage? Mirage? what's Mirage? <laughs> and I said, no, I think it's more like a, an image that you, like, <laughs> you see in the desert of purple. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I don't like any of these people right now. Okay. I, I don't blame them. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> but they are your friends. They are your fans. Yeah. Mary from Manhattan says, John. How many years ago was 1989? Oh, God. Well, uh, 34. Very good. <laughs> was that like 11 plus 13 plus 10 plus <laughs> Yeah, that's one? how I did it in my head. Okay. Bitch. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> did you mess that up? Yeah. I, just, oh, I guess exactly, I, did. I did exactly what he said. Oh. Uh, this is from Craig from Nashville. Oh, here. Oh, that's that your real? Yeah, this one might be real. Do you guys have plans to sell movie night merchandise? Oh. Well, I was inventing a logo, and my dad told me he hated it, so now it's bad. Did you really? You didn't like it? Oh, it was just bad. (laughs) (laughs) He likes the concept, he said, but he just... Did you like my idea where you turn it completely into a camera in the shape of a night head? What's the difference between that? No, it's the same thing, isn't it? Yeah. John's is like that, except he stuck two Hot Wheel wheels on top of it. Yeah, it looked like Hot Wheels. Um, I said it looked like a. Did you a try race the bat signal? 
I don't know if that that seems too intricate. No, the yeah. back signal. He's saying do the bat signal, but take out the bat, make it the night head. Okay, that um, it's kind of cool. I yeah. get back on track here. I just um, get tired. <laughs> being the fans hurt. are waiting. Yeah, your fans are tuned in. So Michelle from Philly. Oh yeah, here we go. Uh, here she she's probably nice. She says, "Do you guys know the difference between the femoral and carotid arteries?" Yeah, one of them is. One of them's really deadly. Yeah. If you get cut the other, one's the other not. one sounds not as bad. <laughs> yeah. Duh. Where are you? Huh? Is They're the all neck, neck down. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, femur's in your leg and carotid's in your neck. Good job. Thank I, you. I knew carotid was in your neck and I would have guessed the other one was in your okay. leg. Okay. So, uh, Rick from Detroit. Um, is this Wampler? He says, your fans know what a sommelier is. Can you tell us what a Souvier is. So yeah, I think that's a type of way to cook a steak, and we just got them kind of. No, that's souvide. Yeah, yeah, but it's close. I think I mixed the two words together. We were you trying said to say that, I thought that was me because Daddy called me out on that. Yeah, you. I think you tied me up with words, and then oh yeah, and yeah, then yeah, I blame, blame. That then, it, then it got a life of its own. Yeah, it got a life of its own, and then it became Savat. Sounding so stupid. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so I just want to thank you for letting me be here, and we appreciate the answers and clarification. And uh, I'm curious, will I ever be invited back? Yeah, you're you're on it for all the IMDb 100. Oh, good. For whichever ones you want to come to, I really want you here for the anime ones because there's a bunch of anime around the 50s. Oh, great. Yeah, 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 you gotta watch funny. Parasite. You gotta watch Spirit Parasite's of the Way. Anime. Parasite is a great movie. Parasite's really, really good. You just gotta read it. One of the ones you coming can't up read is Toy Story Three. Three. <laughs> huh? Toy Story Three is on the. Oh, I I would love to skip that one, but we'll watch it. Yeah. Oh, we got we yeah, got we'll, a thing. We gotta watch on. it. You can't just skip Toy Story. Three. We'll just talk about how terrible Tom Hanks is the whole time. The next one is Citizen Kane. I'm really excited for oh, Citizen that's Kane. Be a good one. Never seen Citizen Kane. You'll be here for it if you want to be. Oh, Have you seen good, it? You're you're our IMDb. The IMDb, the D in IMDb stands for Dad. Oh, good. <laughs> so you're just waiting. If you want to join it, join it. I actually think there might be an anime coming up. This one sounds like one. Princess Momonosuke. Monosuke. Monosuke. There's no S in there. Monosuke. Monosuke. I think so. It's really good. There's about it's about a wolf and it, I mean y'all will probably hate it. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, sure. here's like our next five: Citizen Kane, Toy Story Three, Lawrence of Arabia, Princess Mononoke. Dad, you want to go ahead and uh, read those two comments off of? Uh... Oh God, it's probably more fans being douchebags. It's probably our family. It's probably Taylor. Caitlin said Dad was being a little quiet, and then she wrote back and said best. Yes. Best segment yet. Yeah, I bet. Yeah, she was okay. like, Caitlin comes yeah. in. Caitlin's like, a hater. Her and dad both come in there every morning. Meanwhile, I'm working. They sit in my two chairs and they just talk, 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 and, and then like <laughs> make fun of what we said on the pod. How do you time. get work done when it's either dad or Caitlin or cousin yeah. Luke? There's a lot of chatty Cathy's in the uh, office. So you just have to like deal with it? And then dad will come in the office sometimes and they'll just sit in the chair and I'll look at him and say, you got something? You need something? He's like, <laughs> no. no. And then he'll make a phone call, put it on speaker. Yeah, talk, like, I need to know. Talk to the guy for 10 minutes that I have no business listening to. I had a framer call me today when I'm helping dad and mom move all their 
crazy shit into this. <laughs> into, like, at one point, I look, because I'm moving all these boxes, and Dad's like, oh, I'm too tired to help, and he just keeps on helping. <laughs> and I'm like, dude, if you're too tired to help, just go sit in your car, have a nice little AC bath, and let me do my job. <laughs> so, so anyways, at some point, I see a box that's labeled Tim Stuff. Tim. Tim. The lady from Thailand? (laughs) (laughs) Mom. Like, Mom is mad. That is mad. Oh, I'm telling you. Anything good in there? Couldn't tell. It was all, I mean, it's perfectly labeled, but I couldn't tell you what was in there. Is it really Tim's stuff? Uh, I'm positive. Does Tim want it back? Who knows? No, she's fine. (laughs) The only reason we're not on the show Hoarders is because our house house is so big. Yeah, yeah. Because if we live. The crawl space could go in Hoarders. If we lived in a double wide. Oh my God! Uh, you yeah, know. I mean, yeah. I mean, I think, yeah, it would explode. Yeah, yeah. Mom's a mess. You guys should have a fire going while you're out there, and then whenever you find stuff like Tim stuff, you just toss it in there. Yeah, but what if it's I've got cool. charger cords. Okay, things so that they don't make that cord for. Anymore. Yeah, and you know what though? I'll say this: your mom has. Found charger cords that fit things that she does. Oh, I do know that. where things are. Yeah. I do that stuff kind of similar to mom. Like I felt I found this like rail that like was I'm assuming off of like a six foot fence. Yeah, and I took it and eventually it was used to hang my plants. Mm-hmm. So like I kind of like grab things like that that I'm like, oh, I might could make this. Oh yeah, yeah. You you're a dumpster diver because I know that you're just talking about a big galvanized pole. Yeah. <laughs> yeah well, and then she... I set it up against two trees oh, and it holds my plant. Tell Dad what you're doing around the job site. Oh, I collect copper. <laughs> no, you don't. Yeah. Do you just wanna, the trash. I mean, afterwards, the trash. Do you want to see the? Oh, it's not like I'm like. Oh, I'm sure this piece of plumbing doesn't need this copper. <laughs> Zach's the guy when you come back the next day and you're like, where'd all our copper go? No, yeah. it's like... He's it, bitten pennies in his garage. It's yeah. gotten to the point where it's like my buddies that will like that I work with are like, I got a pretty sweet piece of copper for oh, you. Oh, jeez. <laughs> I'm like, ooh, give me, give me, give me. <laughs> we got to get you out of there. You're a freak. I know, but I got a lot of and copper. I told Zach, I was like, what are you going to do with this? He's like, oh, I'm going to melt it down, make a big copper block. and Four by four block. Make it for my desk. Then I Google like, searched how much a four by four block of copper would be. Like, and I, yeah, I think disappointing. Yeah, I told Zach, <laughs> I was like, dude, I don't think that's going to be worth much. And I looked it up and I said, you know, that's only like 19 bucks. And then I, that's <laughs> no, all, that, that's crazy. That's all so, hard drop. Um, yeah, so your mom has been packing all this stuff. Yeah. And I go in the house and there's a two stacks of cell phones <laughs> on top of the table, kitchen table. <laughs> And they're like her original iPhones. cell phones. Uh, iPhones. I think I've had. I think I've had two iPhones since they came out. I just don't like change. You can turn them in. They give you like five hundred bucks. She thinks there's a reason they're going to need them at some point. <laughs> and so we've got lots of. Uh, and and the deal is, like about every two years, her phone stops working. Right? Yeah. And. Uh, and so we it's definitely somehow her fault so we too. blame the phone and we buy another one <laughs> yeah. and, we, and, we, and we keep the old one and it was nice though because it was stacked neatly on top of all the laptops that we buy for the same reason you know every advertisement that mom sees on Facebook that like it's like it's like a big 
advertisements like so and so, so and so, so and so. Big news. And then she clicks it every time. She's probably got viruses on her phone like after like a, a month. I don't know. <laughs> and mom always is like doing this stuff where she's like, you guys got to get off your phone. Like it's like kind of annoying. Like you're on your phone too much. I would say mom's on her phone more than anybody. Mom says that to you? I feel like she said that about everyone. Oh, mom's on her phone more than anyone. Oh, she's terrible. And that's why I want her to get Apple CarPlay. Because at least it'll be on the screen in front of her instead of her being like, also one of the worst drivers I've ever experienced in my whole entire life. Yeah, mom Mom backed into my truck recently and said, why'd you park your truck right there? I was like, my driveway is two cars wide. I parked intentionally behind Jordan to leave you room. Yeah, and it wasn't good enough. She ran over my buddy Hudson's mailbox. (laughs) (laughs) When I was growing up, she ran over Hudson's mailbox. And then I went to the hospital, broke, punctured a lung, broke four ribs. And the most pain I was in that whole entire experience was the drive home with mom. (laughs) It was like slam brakes, seatbelt strangling me. And I was like, I I will die. I'd rather die. I couldn't drive for several months. And your mom was such a sweetheart, and she was taking care of me, and she drove me everywhere. Uh-huh. And uh, but it was it was terrifying. That and, probably set you back. And a so month. I remember I, I did that. I told her I said, "Honey, you, you should just let me die in the hospital instead of, <laughs> instead, of, instead of killing us both in a fiery car accident." Oh man! But um, on that back back to the movie though, I don't think we've even got to the train. What did y'all think when um, he goes to the train? Because I thought that whole thing was stupid. What do you mean? So he's Running to get away, he doesn't get a ticket to the train. He races in there, gets by the ticket. Rope dubs the guy. Yeah, and he jumps on a random train. And in that random train is the blonde, and that's very true. Because like, yeah, you see Van Van Damme and his goons in that train later. So they had a they had apparently had time to make this elaborate plot to get him on that train. But they didn't. But it was all by chance. If he got on that train, what was right. he doing? Man, if he gets on this train, we got it. Why, got was, he why was he going? He was going to have first some, place. some. He was trying to get away. He was. That just, was it. That was it. He was. Trying oh to yeah, get out he was trying to get out of there. Okay. Well then, yeah, that he is, was trying to get a ticket creepy. out of there, and then they were like, "Uh, we got him." And then he cut the line. or Did something. they ever explain why they thought he was the Kaplan guy anyway? No. Yeah, that, that yeah, so but what happened was. When he calls the guy to come to his table to bring the phone, yeah, he's raising his hand right before he did that. Those two henchmen had George Kaplan paged. They heard he was going to be in that restaurant. Uh, yeah, so they paged George Kaplan. Uh-huh. And at that moment, Cary Grant raises his hand uh-huh. and he calls for the attendant. They see him. And they think he's it. Which is funny because George Kaplan doesn't even exist. Yeah, yeah, yeah no, just a funny. bunch of hoopla. Yeah, yeah, but he ends up just bagging a twenty-six-year-old who looks more like she's thirty-five. Yeah, <laughs> has a nice yeah and then moment on the got, train. At the end, he's got this moral superiority where he's yelling at them for making her use her body. Hell, he's the one who used her body. Well, yeah, he was calling her like when they get to the auction room. He starts calling her like what I would assume is Man. like. Slut. Yeah, it's like this slut here. That's what we would say 2024, 2023. You dirty little scallywag. Yeah, but he's like this little scarlet witch. Yeah. Yeah, this little hussy. That guy looked just like Jay Wright, the coach of Villanova. Who's Jay Wright? Which guy? The main character. 
He looked just like Jay Wright, the coach of Villanova. Huh. That's what I thought. Yeah. He yeah, could have played yeah. him in a biopic. Or Jay Wright could play him in a biopic. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Whichever. I wish smoking cigarettes on transit was still smiled upon. <laughs> really? Smoke? No, but I would smoke. The only way you could I would buy a pack of, I would I would buy a pack of Marble or Wright lights. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. Uh, dude, if you write that down, I'm gonna kill you. <laughs> well, I, I think that's the way they pronounce Marlboro Whites in anime. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know what? The uh, Marlboro Whites are gonna kill you first. Yeah, true. But if I if I'm on a train or an airplane, I I think it's cooler for an airplane. Do they ever smoke them on airplanes? Oh, yeah, yeah, really. Yeah, that's why they were like no smoking, no smoking. Like who's gonna smoke on this? You know, thing? they have a smoking like, section on the airplane. Yeah, how stupid is that? So they pull these curtains. You're in front of the curtain, no smoking. Smoke-free <laughs> curtain. <laughs> Nothing going past those curtains. Yeah, that is crazy. Hey, guys, we got the smoking section up front. Don't worry about it. They'll be cool. And then all of a sudden, by the end of it, you're like, is there smoke coming on this plane, or is it just... They crack their windows. Oh, restaurants yeah. are the same way. No, I knew restaurants. Like when people are anxious, they smoke more. So, like, these guys are probably ripping... 10 heaters on a two-hour flight. Yeah, so you're going to tell me that people can smoke cigarettes on a plane in 1976, but we can't have our cell phone on in 2022? Yeah. I mean, they got open flames everywhere. I don't understand the cell phone thing. I think it's ridiculous. I think it's stupid. It doesn't make any sense. What is the thing? Like they're saying, oh, your cell phone mess could... up the their navigation. System. So it's if not someone about somebody like their cell phone on could mess up the navigation, I'm not getting on an airplane. Yeah. How would you even do that? Like, just like type into your GPS, be like, oh, we're going to Dallas. Yeah. <laughs> no, we're not going there. Uh, we should allow weed smoking on airplanes. That needs to be our next step. Well, that's going backwards. <laughs> yeah. The pilots, everybody, you know what? Everybody just toke up. So, smoke up. <laughs> he, gets, he gets off the train, and the lady tells him that she talked to Kaplan and that he's going to meet him at this bus stop in the middle of nowhere. Dumb. Yeah, dumb. For one, don't trust that lady. Yeah, first of all, like, when I saw that bus stop, I would have been like, no, I'm not getting off here. Like, this looks like the perfect kill spot. But the problem they had is they decided to use a a crop dusting plane. Every single car that passed (laughs) by him that was like, oh, is this him or not? They could have just shot him and left. They yeah. said, you know what? We got him out here. Let's use a plane to kill this guy. And they always and use... let's use DDT so he'll die slowly. <laughs> yeah. What's DDT? That's the po- one of the poisons they would spread out. Oh, that oh, is that what, that's not how they were trying to kill him, though. Well, he got, he got covered up with... Some they, but they weren't trying to kill him with that. They were shooting guns at him. At first, yeah. But the thing is, I told, uh, I told your grandfather I was going to be watching this with you guys and... Uh, He's oh yeah, that's the movie where they had that chase scene with that plane. So apparently, oh yeah, yeah, it's was, on, it's on the posters and stuff. Yeah, that was the one. Yeah, and, yeah. Uh, well, this the, is where the term crop dusted came up with when you're covered in a fart, and, yeah. because he's in that thing of crop dust, and he's yeah, like, and they would, <laughs> and they smiled at these inopportune times, like the plane flew over, and he kind of had this whimsical smile on his face, looking up at it, like. What are, you, what are you doing, man? That guy didn't take anything seriously. He was, oh, he was like, like, hey, one guy. Kidnapped. So he stands there in front of the truck, and he just... Gets it to gets stop. Hit. Yeah. It, it <laughs> stopped over the top of him. Yeah, yeah. 
And that plane... Which he had like 500 <laughs> feet to stop. Yeah, the plane hits <laughs> it yeah. blows up. And you're going to tell me it hits a fuel tanker. Doesn't have much bigger. Just enough Mass. to just blow it up. They're like, hold on. Get out of there. Son of plane's coming. Yeah, yeah. and he also up. like went straight through the tanker. It wasn't <laughs> like there was any timing like a like a car blowing no, up. No, no, no. It was like, oh, wait. <laughs> this car might blow up. That thing was so intentionally hitting that fuel tanker. It was like kamikaze pilot. <laughs> I didn't understand why the airplane kept waiting till the very last second to shoot the machine gun. Because the first go... It just tries to decapitate. I don't think the it. Guy. It was a crop duster, so I don't think it had a gun. I no, it, it said like machine gun blast. I think it was a guy on the duster with his own gun. Yeah. Oh. So like, not like a. It didn't have like plane guns on it. It had a guy on there like. Yeah. Yeah. That's why. Good. Yeah. Otherwise, ruined. But the first go, they don't even try and shoot at him. They just. Pass by him, like trying to decapitate him with one. Well, let's say swoop. George Kaplan really existed. What's he hoping to accomplish if he? Hey, finds man! It? Some guys think they're you. I'm you, and they're trying to kill me. Why don't you tell them yeah. so they can leave me alone? Yeah. Also, how much <laughs> accomplish nothing with yeah. that? But yeah. how much could he really get into if he's just an imaginary person? Were they just like, oh, like anything goes up in the CIA, and they're just like, oh, that was. That was George Kaplan. Like, <laughs> yeah. he's a loose cannon. He's at a different hotel every two days. I, I'm not sure the exact reason for Kaplan. Like yeah. So the, the the FBI was the FBI wanted Van Dam or where his name was to be distracted that this guy Kaplan yeah was, was after him was knew knew about him and all that stuff and they were hoping that that would cause Van Dam to make a mistake yeah and it was providing cover for that girl. Uh-huh. Uh, they kind of because he was so distracted thinking that the information was coming from Van Damme that, I mean from Kaplan yeah. that it wasn't coming from that girl but that, that just some of the stuff just didn't make sense to me okay. what is the formula for crop dust uh, well crop dust look at is, it in it's math. I'm not it, talking about like in a math class I'm talking about in a farm yeah yeah isn't it because I know the formula for crop dust in a math class <laughs> it's silence precision and squeezing it out as softly as you can oh, gee. <laughs> but I, isn't it just like some sort of chemical to feed plants yeah but back then they put, that's not back then they put serious chemicals on it now it's it didn't seem like that guy was that well that was a movie yeah well you would think if it was that bad he would have been like oh my god that would be died. so funny if it was like oh he ended up Dying like a month later. Yeah. <laughs> Agent Orange. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, Agent Orange. I feel like you just mentioned that last podcast, George. John. No, that was about uh, Clockwork Orange. Uh. Okay, so he thinks... He goes out there, and he gets attacked by this plane. And then he makes it back, and he sees Miss Kendall, and he goes up to her room. And she's wearing gloves. How common were gloves wearing back? In this? Was it cold? No, it wasn't. I don't think it was cold. It was just like people wore gloves. Women wore gloves a lot. Why? Up to the elbow? Just to finish their outfit. Ah. Up to the elbow gloves or just like, or those, was it like. Those hers just went to the wrist. I but think. yeah, they went to the wrist, but is it like a formality type of thing? Like if it's a formal yeah, yeah, event? Yeah. yeah. All the way up to the bow. Yeah. Hey. So he thought she was bad, but then he trusted her? No, he didn't trust her when he went up there. No, he, he was, knew he was right on. then that she was the one that sent him out there in the middle of nowhere. And he calls her out for it. And he calls her out for it. And he told her he was getting in the shower. He didn't get in the shower. He, he, on the door. he waited until she left. 
And yeah. man, he think we wear that nasty old suit for several days. And he calls down there and says, "How fast can you sponge and press a suit?" I mean, I wouldn't. That just bothered me. What? <laughs> what do you mean? I feel like that's about all you need to do to a suit. Yeah, but but it would screw it all up. You know, it's a really expensive suit. <laughs> yeah. Why would that screw it up? It's not clean. But hey, he sponged it. Yeah, but they're gonna what? press all that nasty dirt inside of. Anyway. It doesn't matter. What's a sponge? <laughs> I guess that's what they did. What the sponge? Like, what does it mean to sponge a I suit? I think they took a sponge. A wet sponge? Just, yeah. yeah, I bet they wet sponged it. Nah, it's not clean. Well, what do you it's need clean, to do? Not. Toss it in a, in a washer machine? No, they dry clean it. And that makes things clean? Hell, I don't know. <laughs> hey, I just don't know. Everybody's got dirty clothes on. I right went now. to, whatever they do, a dry cleaner is not good for you. No. I went to one in Noonan. And you could see into the back where they were like doing the dry cleaning. Chemicals? Yeah. Oh, it reeked in there. I was like, and I can't get that here. No. Huh. They did not care. They yeah. were smoking cigarettes and doing it. <laughs> That's sick. They were smoking cigarettes while pressing your suit out? <laughs> hey, man. Hey. I really don't like cigarettes, done. but it's clean now. They could do it in a couple days. So then he goes into that uh, art. Uh, yeah, he goes to the auction. Yeah, the I, auction. I would like to see what that all that uh, money, the amounts they were bidding, could translate into in today's dollars. Because I think it would be really, really like cool. the chairs. I it like up the chairs went four hundred and fifty bucks. I looked it up, and two dollars was like ten. Mm-hmm. So inflation made it so times five. five. So times times five. Times and five. sometimes he was betting time um, flies. <laughs> in 2000 that would have been you didn't like write that one down for pizza art that's a lot I think it would have to be a lot more than that because gas was about a quarter a gallon I guess it's not exact a quarter a gal yeah and so it probably wasn't even a quarter a gallon but gas but is always changing not exactly with inflation well a house was probably less than 100,000 no it's probably about 10 grand it's probably Dad bought his first house for like sixty thousand dollars. Yeah, and then they stayed Dana bought a house for house. like fifty thousand dollars. House have gone up probably thirty five times. What about Cokes? Coke? A Nickel? newer dime, so I don't know. What was the first Coke you bought? You remember it? No. I mean it's Colombian band. When I was growing up, we had <laughs> when I was a kid, we had uh, Coke in the house. We drank Coke we had drank soda in the house. What? What do you mean? Didn't everyone? Yeah, we had Coke in the house. Cool. No, we didn't have soda in the house when you were a kid. Oh, true. What does that mean? We didn't have sodas. Mom didn't. Oh, you didn't have Coke in your house. No, I thought we you were did. Like, oh. We drank it for breakfast. We drank it over there. You drank Coke for breakfast? Yeah. You you son of a bee. Uh, you madman. <laughs> telling us <laughs> telling us not to drink a little soda pop. Dad sat there with the newspaper, Coca-Cola, and found my cigarette. Oh really, yeah. Dad? The bully he mom both he looked like a classic guy from the. I guess that would have been the seventies. Bullock can grow a wicked beard, and he's never done it. No, he's done it. I haven't seen him. Not I think he got his nickname. Yeah. I saw pictures with him. Huh? Wooly bully. I don't remember ever bully having a full beard, just goatee. No, I don't remember it either. Yeah, yeah. but I think Kalen probably Bagley remembers remember the goatee. But, but bully's got mad beard potential, and he wasted. <laughs> and then he gives his son just a cool goatee, and then his son gives his son's shitty facial hair. Maybe your son will have a full beard. I doubt it, unless I marry an Italian. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, 
Is that the hairiest people you can think of? I mean, there's an Italian girl with better facial hair than me. Well, out I read there. an article that women are, it's okay for women to have beards now. Yeah. 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 D- depends on the pronouns. Yeah, I don't know about that. <laughs> so you can, have, you can marry a woman with a beard. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I thought that the that art... widens my options a little bit. It's <laughs> yeah. about the whole world. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I thought the art auction part was kind of funny. Yeah. And he's like, yeah. "This art sucks. This girl's a hussy." <laughs> yeah, just to get out of there. And then the oh yeah yeah that was funny. He said, uh, "All right, uh, twenty two hundred dollars, twenty two hundred dollars. Find a bid, find a bid." And he said, twelve hundred dollars. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that was pretty good. Uh, um, Smart way to get out of there. This dude was in advertisement, but by the end of it, he was just a spy. Yeah. Okay, here's the thing to do. So he gets out of there. The FBI, he tells the cops who he is. The FBI get him out of there to do some sort of mission for him and catch Van Damme. And then uh, he finds out that Miss Kendall, she's working with the FBI. Anyways, he talks to her. And he says, uh, she says something like, oh, he's like, why are you doing this? Why don't you, you know, settle down? She goes, men like you don't believe in marriage. And he says, I've been married twice. Yeah. That's a good one. That yeah. is good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that sure is. Uh, so, the Van Damme guy, he, I guess was a spy for Russia during the Cold War. Is that what was going on? Yeah, so the Cold War, back then, it was a big, big, big deal. Yeah. And if they mentioned Cold War, you knew the enemy was Russia. Yeah. And that's what just what Because I didn't know, they didn't really describe that explicitly until the end, they start mentioning the Cold War, and I was like, oh, this is no, it's Cold War. Yeah, it was interesting. They uh, When they made the commentary about the FBI, CIA, it's all the same. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Cary Grant chastising him about being ineffective at uh, fighting the Cold War and all this stuff. Yeah. And it was kind of interesting that there was that disconnect between people and their trust of the government in 1959 yeah. like there is now. Yeah. Yeah, it's always interesting when they bring up like historical things like the Cold War and then you get to see what people thought about it, I suppose, during that time. Mm-hmm. Um. So, <laughs> so they have that girl fake kills. What's the guy's name again? Roger Miller. something. Roger T. Starts with a T. Anyways, she fake kills him to make sure that that guy believes her, and she's got this gun. And then they take off, and then the bad guys find out that she was using a fake gun. And now right. they're going to throw her out of the airplane. Right. And then he uses his rot matchbook for code. That part was perfect. Perfect throw. Yeah. Uh, it wasn't really perfect because it landed on the ground beside her. Yeah, but he almost got got. Figured it out. In fact, the other guy like found it and handed like, huh. it to her. Luckily enough. And that's basically the end of the movie. I don't really have any. Well, the thing about. was, the chase scene on Mount Rushmore was stupid. All the chase scenes in all the movies, I feel like, are oh, that that really the the ending of this movie where it like kind of concluded really ruined the movie for me. Oh, where he's pulling her up on that. Boat. She's like, grab me, and then like a like, little oh. like small rock that she's standing on on the edge of a cliff like kicks out, and now she's just laying on the ground. You yeah. know, she's just laying on a bundle of rocks. She's yeah. not actually 
falling. And all those guys wearing dress shoes. Yeah. I mean, it's so stupid. The dress shoes where you got held up? Well, they weren't planning on having a chase. Yeah, they're going Yeah, go get barefoot, though, man. Is there a really nice house that some evil guy lives in right on the other side of the road? Oh, dude, yeah. No way. I was like, wow, this guy's backyard Mount Rushmore. That's pretty (laughs) sick. 600 feet away from Mount Rushmore. With an airplane. So at the top of Mount Rushmore, it's real flat for miles. And it's a forest <laughs> yeah. and a runway yeah. and a mansion. Beautiful house. I was like, it's very discreet. I kind of forgot about the whole Mount Rushmore thing, and then all of a sudden they're back. And I was like, oh. Yeah, hey. when they run down, they go, and they're on top of it. <laughs> yeah. You know, if you ran, if they ran and they realize they're at the bottom of it. That might have made some sense. Yeah, then they could climb up. But uh, so <laughs> what four presidents are on Mount Rushmore? George Washington, Thomas Jefferson, Theodore Roosevelt. Abraham Lincoln. Very good. Yep. We all we both got that. <laughs> <laughs> and I thought for sure they would go nostril, hide in a nostril. Yeah, yeah. Do you, I feel deep, like they've already done that. Are the nostrils. I feel like they did that in uh, National Trade. Yeah, yeah, but this was way before National Trade. That would have been sick. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Nick Cage already hid in a nostril. No, yeah, they couldn't copy. Or there Cage. was a clue in a nostril. Oh, that's true. How deep are the nostrils? How old was Nick Cage? So I was like, no, this isn't realistic enough. We need to get 10 feet up there, right yeah. up to their brain. That'd yeah. be cool if they carved inside of the heads. Are there any doors actually in Mount Rushmore? Like, You're isn't insane. there a door over there where it's like a tunnel behind it? No. Like in Probably. National Treasure? Maybe. Probably. You could carve a whole I'm a big conspiracy theorist, guys, so I'm sure there's probably a nuke in like Abe Lincoln's head or something. What happened? But be what happened to the main guy Van Dam? He just gets away. Does he? Or is, so? No, no, no. Because they're like, he says that's not very sporting. Using yeah, he was look. already arrested. Was that Van Dam? Yeah, no. he was already arrested. The, the, yeah, okay. They they shot Martin Landau. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was yeah. the henchman. Yeah, and then Martin Landau is that like out? a big guy. Yeah, he ended up becoming pretty good for him. Popular actor. One thing I kind of like about old movies is they do not drag out the ending at all. When it's over, it's over. He oh, pulls I her thought up. it was like she pulls him up on the train and said, there you go, Miss Mrs. Thornhill. Uh, Thornhill. Yeah, like, that was it. I know. They so met one they, time, they're married. No credits, I don't That's think, That's why they divorced they twice. They meet, shack up, discover she's setting up Big Hill. He helps her escape. Married. And on the fifth day, they got married. Well, I mean, yeah. you and Mom only dated for like three months. Yeah, but we didn't try to kill each other in the meantime. <laughs> that happened long after. That happened long after. Yeah. I would have rather it been like this, and this is this is kind of dark, but I would have rather it been like a vision of him pulling her up, having this image of them being back on the train, and then it's like, oh, nice to see you here, Miss Tanner Hill, whatever it is. And then she ends up like, you go back to reality, and she's falling. They smiled at the weirdest times too. Like there were times on that chase where she like she was just grinning. <laughs> and I thought, this is stupid. This is odd. Why are you smiling? I think a, an interesting that. turn because I was thinking, oh, could this happen? Is he actually have been that Kaplan guy? Even after they said he was fake, maybe they weren't in on it that there was. But a he was Kaplan. a spot. Like he was ahead of them. Ah, at some yeah. point, I was like, "Is this dude George Kaplan?" That's what I thought. Kevin yeah. Costner was in a movie that was kind of like that. What was it where called? he was a Navy guy that got big accused of being a spy of some sort, and and he you wanted him to be innocent, and he was innocent, and then at the end, it turns out, yeah, he was guilty. He's a bad guy. That's cool. Yeah. 
Oh, I like where it ends where it's like, oh, he was actually a bad guy. Get out of here. <laughs> okay, I have a game. Okay. Now, I only told Dad about this game. Right. So, we're going to do a Four Horsemen. I'm not going to tell you what the Four Horsemen is of. I've seen this. Dad will go first, then me. Dad knows? Yeah, I've told him. What the hell? Dad goes, he, he picks first, then me, then you pick. So I'm in the hot seat. Yeah, and you just pick to the best of your ability. Correct. To see if you're able to compete. And then at the end, you can guess what it was. I'll probably guess immediately. You might. I don't. I didn't start off with the hardest one of all time. Go for it. All right. Uh, James Stewart. Who the hell is that? <laughs> so maybe you will have a hard time. Uh, I'm going to go with Ian McKellen. I'm going to go with Marlon Brando. Al Pacino. Al Pacino. See? Uh, I'm going to go with Morgan Freeman. I'm going to hit Robert De Niro's line. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's weird. Yeah, but do you really want to be tied to him? Is that what it is? Well, uh, I'll go Clint Eastwood. I'm going to go Anthony Hopkins. Sucks because I don't know any of these dudes' names. The Hawk dude? Who's the Hawk dude? Something Hawk. Ethan Hawk? Sure. That's oh. a guy. But I don't think it's not on good. Track. Oh, jeez. Not bad. <laughs> yeah, well, that's my, that's my answer. All right. You're locked in. Paul Newman. We all know him. Yeah. Dads are making it tough for me. Um, and I'm gonna go with Jack Nicholson. Okay, I'm gonna go with uh, the old dude from Dance the Menace. <laughs> I've actually got him down already. You really? know that guy's name? What Matthau. Thank you. That's him. What else is he in? Uh, he was in The Odd Couple. He was in all kinds of stuff. He was in the original Bad News Bears, and it was hilarious. I did. Okay, okay, okay. I did see that one. That's who I'm taking. Was that our fourth one? I think so. Do you have a guess? Uh, old ass dudes. Dudes older than my dad. It was best actors over 60. Oh, uh, yeah? I yeah. Think, I think the one you said, he's pretty good. Which one? Uh, Ethan Hawke? Yeah. He no, doesn't seem 60. like he'd be 60. He's definitely over 60. I thought you said they had to be born before this movie was made. Did I say that? Well, it's pretty close to 60. Yeah, 64. Um, okay. Did I say that? I still think Ethan Hawke holds... No, I think, not, he, I think he's younger than. And me. also, you said Marlon Brando, who's definitely dead. Oh, so they is Dennis the guy dead? Oh yeah, a bunch of mine are dead. Well, that doesn't seem. So you guys didn't <laughs> <even know. laughs> that seem right. <laughs> well, I guess they can be dead. I didn't specifically say not dead guys. Let All me right. see. If you got Ethan Hawke, he was he's born in nineteen seventy. You're eleven years away. Really? Damn, he looks older. That's 53. Oh, good for him. How do you, Dad? 59. I'll be 60 in October. Man, I had plenty oh that weren't gosh. even named either. Uh, oh, Harrison Ford. Ford. I heard I heard that the new Indiana Jones is actually pretty good. Oh, yeah. Well, Ian, oh, I time. heard it was terrible. Who'd you hear that from? <laughs> yeah, you don't, you don't know anybody in the movie. Um, I'm in the business. <laughs> <laughs> I heard it from Hugh Hewitt. Who's that? He's a radio talk show host. Ben Shapiro said it was really good. That's really? what I heard from. And that's Ben Shapiro. Yeah. He holds high ground. I figured he would think it sucked, if anyone. Yeah. All right. We good? Dad, uh, 
give us a give us a one liner to end us. It can be motivational. Send the people on their way. Uh, just get people going. Oh man, I have no idea. I told I did this to Tyler last time, and he you did, did say it was our best episode. You should be prepared. Oh no, this is that uh, that was your best episode. You know, um, this might be our new until now. What you need to do, guys, is uh, there's a there's a book out by I think it's General McChrystal, and it's talking about you need to make your bed. Mm-hmm. And so I read it for the fourteen hundred fans out there. You need to make your bed. You need to brush your teeth. You need to wash your car. You need to get to work early. Uh, you need to help Zach find a girlfriend. And um, <laughs> those things would be good for me and good for you. So, uh, um, God bless America. God bless America. God bless.